0: I was just—I had to stop at Walmart on my way in. I had to go to the pharmacy, and you know how Walmart has those parking spots for just police officers.
1: Mm-hmm. No. What is—is it like—is it like—is uh, it like right in front of the Walmart you're talking about?
0: Yeah. You, have you never seen those? It's like. I, I think so. It's like a little box or something like that. Yeah, it's like a spot. It's like a spot up front next to the handicap spots. It's like. Mm. This spot reserved for our armed forces. Our beautiful armed forces with their beautiful abs and <laughs> massive cocks, big balls. And they're beautiful. They're
1: all Yeah, are handsome generals.
0: Wait, Tom, can you turn up a second? Um, oh, I can turn up. Turn <laughs> uh, turn up, bro. Uh, how's that? That's good. I, I I always park in them because. It's funny to me. It's funny to me to like, um, F the rules, man. Flip off the middle, flip off the man, man. And, uh, have you you been
2: called on it? Has somebody asked for your credentials?
0: Nobody's ever called me out. They have called me in, though. Okay. Mm. This is a funny concept. Like a a MAGA person, like calling, not calling you out for parking in the police spot, but calling you in. Like, Like, bro, we need to be intentional about how we park in these spaces
2: (laughs) in these spaces at our walmart Um, safe spaces
0: yeah you know if you're
2: just going to flop the rules like that what's the point of any if doing anything
0: that's right uh well today though i was shocked because hardly anybody ever parks in them everybody's too like housebroken to park in them they got and, the cop inside uh, their head They have a cop inside their head And, and so uh, I'm always pleasantly surprised When I see someone parked in them I'm like hell yeah uh, But today I like pulled up And there was Someone parked in one of them And it was like a massive dually truck With like sticker You know what I mean Like your average sort of like right wing sticker It's like the bumper said like uh, Ban idiots not guns That kind of stuff <laughs> but, <laughs> i like that one. I like turn that one. off
2: the idiot box yeah yeah
0: that's, that's i like the inverse of that would be funny ban ban idiot or uh ban guns not idiots You're not idiots <laughs>
2: <laughs> listen this country was founded by idiots yeah <laughs> indeed it was indeed it was and guns
0: uh <laughs> but then the people sitting inside were like an older couple and they were both wearing masks so I was like, whoa, it was kind of like a whiplash thing. Like I was like, oh, hell yeah. Oh wait. Oh wait, hell yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like Yeah. I don't know. I just need to know what's going on there. They like are they like trumpers who hate cops, love guns and love masks
1: and, and like actually concerned about the pandemic?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't
2: <laughs> Just I, I, I do wonder if there's people like that that just sort of buck the sort of uh, norms and mores of their like on little ideological project, mm-hmm. and so, like they're, they're kind of like who's the ma- who's like the maverick of the MAGA world that's like a diehard masker, and uh, like we'll even mm-hmm. vote for Democrats sometimes. Or
0: I mean, I guess Romney, even though he hates Trump, but he is a Republican on paper. So
1: yeah, oh. yeah. I don't know. I was, just was uh, he an, was he an anti vaxxer though?
0: No. Romney was all about the backs. He was also about Black Lives Matter. If you remember correctly. Yeah, he remember. marched
2: in the streets of BLM, if yeah. you recall. Uh-huh. That was a moment. <laughs> it's a lonely man. <laughs> he just yeah. <laughs> After we read that profile, it made sense. Like he just needed friends.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, everybody's a contrarian in America. So that does make sense. Like everybody is everybody has a contrarian brain worm. That like makes them buck up against every single thing, so like you can have someone who is ostensibly conservative, but they all their friends love cops, so they hate cops, and all their mm. friends hate masks, so they love masks
1: so it's, it doesn't even come from like any actual like deeply held belief it's just to buck that like buck your friends
0: everything is yeah, everything is psychological psychologically tuned Mm. in a way you know what I mean yeah like there's no there's no consistency because we're all like beautiful little unicorns with our like contrarian takes on everything myself Mm. included obviously this is
1: true I mean Um, you kind of like I guess uh uh, like everybody has their own little version of like America in their heads you know yeah Mm.
0: (laughs) yeah well it's like we said every man is Sean King (laughs) That's (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) Oh hell Yeah Um, Well this week You know I guess we've got several things that we could potentially cover And I'm not even really sure where to like dive in here I haven't quite prepared for this one Like we have the previous ones Just because like I feel like at this stage Things have reached such an uh, A pitch of um, like fragmentation like there is uh, just every time you turn, tune into anything related to this you see the worst scenes of violence you've ever seen in your life the and the thing is is like I was telling somebody about that the other day I was like I mean like these videos and the images like are really extraordinarily disturbed about this I can't get them out of my head and they were like well why do you, why do you watch them and I was like, well, it's not, I don't seek it out. It's literally just every time I open up the app, yeah. it's there. It's just
1: a timeline is just flooded with, like, death and destruction,
2: man.
0: Yeah, just, like, all the videos I've seen, like, um, people breaking down, journalists breaking down on air, you know, mothers and fathers, uh, losing their children, and, and, um... Like I said this morning, this video I saw of people trying to flee south on a highway and they were bombed. And then, like, you see those videos. These are uncontestable. This is straight up, you know, they bombed a, a refugee camp earlier this week once and then came back did and three, did it again. And
1: then th- Yeah, they did double tap it with three times.
0: Yeah, Jesus all just man. to, as they said, kill one person. And it's this, this is weird disjointed thing where, like, you see this right next to statements from people who are like editors at the economist or whatever saying like is there is no proof israel is intentionally targeting civilians it's like if do i do i live in the real world like am, am i you know it's this i guess the i guess what i'm getting at here is like during times like this you kind of develop this absolute revulsion and disgust with society and you're sort of alienated in a way, like in the true definition of the word alien, like it's like, how is this a word? I, I am yeah. not a countryman here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. And, and, and like that, you know, and, and there are things that we all should be doing, obviously to ameliorate that, like being with others, protesting with others, talking with others, reading, developing a sort of critique and theory on, on this stuff. Uh, but at the same time, when you've got the U.S. government completely unwilling to budge on this in any way, uh, it is it, it can be very disheartening. Um, yeah. Like and I said, alienating too, you know. And what what Aaron? And, and disorienting. You know, right. it's like, am
1: I? Are these people seeing the same stuff I'm seeing? Like I saw John Fetterman, a fucking brute, and he said, um, "Israel doesn't attack civilians." You know, and it's like, dude, there was a <laughs> so, video of
0: him that was. So <laughs> he was like he was like Uh Israel that we need to let they should do what they need to to because they deserve what they need. It was like completely such a way with words. Such a way with words. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> complete <a> perish. <laughs> I like, man, like, you know I uh, uh you know, it's just—it's—it's it's just like something. he was
2: trying to convince himself in real time <laughs> Yeah, he really in real Like he knew how ridiculous it's. I saw that video. Too. He's like, "I just believe Israel needs to be able to do what Israel <laughs> n- needs to do."
0: Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. was- saying,
1: <laughs> and he's like looking around as if he's looking around his own skull for the words.
0: <laughs> 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 just, I, I mean, it's it's really astonishing. Uh, but well, I see, I'll, I'll, Go ahead, Terrence. No, you go ahead.
1: No, no, I was just going to say, I saw that and I was like, well, he's just an idiot, you know? <laughs> I was like, he's just an idiot. Right. Not that that's any better, you know what I mean? He's an evil idiot, but he's like, literally, he just does not, I mean, he just doesn't know what he, I mean, I don't know, man, because we were talking about this in the chat, Terrence, um, like, is it like, you know, I don't want to be naive and assume that these people um, don't have access to this information, but sometimes, like it seems like not only are they trying to convince themselves, you know, but like, or convince everyone else, but convince themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, how much of it is like, okay, you're a hundred percent. They're all complicit, but like, I don't know, man, I, it's hard, it's hard to even say that because we're watching the same videos, you know, like you're saying these, all these videos, everyone can see them, you know?
0: Yeah, you're right. It is hard to know. This is a thing that, I mean, we'll come back to this in a minute, but earlier this week, Blinken, Anthony Blinken Secretary of Defense had written a. Uh, he's defense, right? He's not State Department. He's the defense. Secretary, yeah, secretary, secretary of, State. of
2: State, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, he secretary might of be. State, right? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, my bad. Um, uh, yeah, some guy that like you never have heard of is the defense <laughs> secretary. Uh, but but Blinken earlier this week had an op-ed in the Washington Post that was like straight up. We can protect. Palestinian lives while also supporting Israel to the hilt it's like as as if those two things are not contradictory well that's the thing it makes me wonder it's like because I remember early on in this like this has been going on for almost a month now like you would make comments about like you know you see you see how these people referring to Biden and Blinken like you see how like they know that they are damned to history that blah 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 and then you'd get people in your comments or you get people in real life who'd be like what the fuck are you talking about like these are blood sucking genocidal monsters and it's like yes however i don't think you can discount the role of ideology in this like i do genuinely think and this is to me the real horror of liberalism that I do genuinely think they can they think they can thread that needle they yeah. i think in their minds they really do think that and and it will that go down is a,
2: that is such a good point man that you make liberalism is if nothing else just the the idea and the practice of thinking you can thread every needle that yeah. you can always have your cake and eat it too yeah yeah that
1: yeah, you don't have to take like a defensive stance you know
0: well and it part of it is because they are the smartest people in the room it it reminds me of that scene I excuse this very crude analogy but it very much reminds me of that scene in Breaking Bad where Hank is you know on the ground and he's telling Walt like you're the smartest man I've ever known and you're too dumb to realize that he made up his mind 10 minutes ago like huh. they they are like that they're psychopaths but they're very enlightened and intelligent because they've read all the proper books I went to school with a lot of these people yeah they liberals went- are Walter White. <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: like total like psychopaths that have like some semblance of a con- like like a con- so i guess not a true sociopath right well they know but what like, a
0: conscious is and that a human has one and so right there to- is
2: is like a reasonable facsimile of that yeah yeah, yeah. that's why it- that that's why they're always like we see you we hear you yeah but we can't do anything because we don't have the conscience Exactly, exactly. But we know that human beings do have a conscience, so we have to see and hear instead of do.
0: Not only can they not do anything because they don't have a conscience, they they can't do anything because that wouldn't be the smart thing to do. Like, they don't think with their hearts. They really do genuinely think with, or with their souls, they genuinely think with their brains. Systems, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
2: there's no no right and wrong or morality, it's just systems. Yeah. Mm. With them, yeah.
1: I was, uh, I was listening to um, or watching uh nehisi Coates. He went on Democracy Now.
0: Yeah, that and, was great.
1: Um, that that was really great, man. And one thing you said that um kind of haunted me and it was making me think is like, how do these people go to sleep at night, you know, knowing that they are condoning, you know, the mass slaughter of Palestinians. And I was thinking like, you know, there has to be this sort of like wall that they put up with whatever soul that they do have, you know. You know what I mean? It's almost like their soul is tinted, you know, or they're alienated from it. Like they can choose what moments and what events to separate. You know what I mean? Like that part that makes you human and that machine that allows you to carry out genocide, you know? And that's more bone chilling than, I mean, I don't want to say it's more bone chilling than the straight up brutality of Republicans, but it really is like, I mean, I guess it's like kind of like Malcolm X said with the Wolf of the Fox, you know? Like the fox, you know, sneaks up from behind, which liberals he was comparing to. The wolf attacks you from the front. You know what it is, you know. Right. Yeah. So again, it's just this kind of duplicity, you know. That's uh, that's, I mean, again,
2: disorienting and, and horrifying with libs, man. You know when I when that first started cracking for me a little bit, because I used to be exactly like them. Like I've like fancy, fashioned myself like a good person because I had the right opinions. You know what I mean? Or, or smarter than... Whatever. Well, because, know, which, yeah, we came... I would learn soon. That was absolutely yeah. not true. Yeah, as the more you tangent, learn, the more you don't fucking know. Well, as yeah. a side
0: tangent, it's because we came from areas with awful education systems in extractive regions where the entire our entire lives experience were geared towards just channeling us or funneling us into an extractive industry. And so the moment right. we learned about anything about the outside world, we were like, oh, shit. Like, I'm... I am smarter, therefore more enlightened than my,
2: yeah. and also a better person. Provincial roots, right? yeah. Anyway, right? Sorry, yeah, and uh, also, yeah, yeah, right, Aaron. And there's like some sort of morality tied to that. When it yeah. first started cracking for me, I was working at the Clinton Foundation, and I started digging into like I was like, why are the Clintons got such a hard on for Haiti? You know, like they're doing all yeah. this like relief work in Haiti and all this kind of stuff. It's stuff that never made sense to me. Is like Bill Clinton. As, as, to hear him tell it, was the leader of the free world for eight years. Yeah. And <laughs> he was a guy also that, <laughs> literally by the French Constitution, because he was born in Arkansas, which is a French pronunciation of a Native American word, just kind of like Illinois, he technically could have ran for president of France, and he used to like to say that he was polling better than whoever was, I don't know, who was the, whoever was the president of France at the time he was there, I forget that. Uh-huh. Maybe, not Sarkozy, but who, maybe whoever it was before that. Uh, and I was like, so why can you just not like sort of end the encroachment that like the French colonial project still has on this place? Like Haiti still gives France like a, a tons of yeah. like money. That's to insane. pay for their colonization essentially uh-huh. which is like
1: insane so it's like reverse reparations though. it literally is
0: reverse <laughs> reparations it's like it's like the it is the colonial victimized mindset it's like we're traumatized because you threw off our shackles it's the same shit that Israel deploys in their all their propaganda in housebara it's like mm. we're traumatized and shaking in our boots because you dare to assert your humanity mm. right
2: it's like they're crying but waving a club at the same time you know yeah, yeah. yeah. And I started thinking about I was like this like why does this not make sense to like why can't like that seems like a no brainer right and then you start like thinking about like well why do they always want to install their people here in this place you know what I mean and it's like we have all these different and I'm by no means a Haiti expert somebody could speak to that way better than I could but that's when it first started occurring to me that like why are these like seemingly um. You know, I don't want to say like insignificant places. I don't mean that, but places that are not necessarily like the most resource rich or, you know, whatever. Very places poor places because of the legacy. Well. of... right, right, right. Uh, like, why do we have such an intense interest in those places? And you start seeing why, like with how this conflict is playing
0: out. You know. Yeah. Because I mean. Yeah, you're, you're right. Like, because it is interesting. I've seen all kinds of like attempts to sort of provide a sort of analytical framework on this. Like, what are Gaza's resources? Is Israel trying to plant? You know what I mean? Like, kind of like yeah. straightforward, like political economic framework. Like you would apply to maybe Iraq. Like they've got oil, or Vietnam. Like they've got rubber. So I've seen Something people try extract from them. Yeah. Right. I've seen people try to apply the same framework to this. Like, what does Gaza have? Um, and I do remember going in the early days, like thinking like, what, what is Gaza's political economy? Like, is there any surplus t- to be extracted here? Um, and there is, there is in the sense that like, there are, there are like low wage workers who are given work permits and allowed to leave Gaza and go work in Israel. I mean, that's probably over, uh, for a long time now. Um, so maybe that's p- one part of the surplus. Um, uh, but like in terms of like oil, like there's Gaza doesn't have oil. You know what I'm saying? Like there's not. Did you See
2: this thing about like the net, like somebody had pointed out that like Netanyahu had organized like five like huge natural gas contracts. Like maybe oh, in I the like West Bank or yeah, like offshore I, I drilling, right? What, yeah, yeah. I think it was offshore. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know if like they found gold in them Bar Hills or 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 if that's part of it. You know? Yeah. I mean it's you know obviously it's been going on way longer than they were aware of that probably but uh so it's not doesn't account for all of it but
0: well i think that like you have to consider the roots the historical roots of zionism and the zionist project just because something is a colonial project doesn't you know actually i take that back I guess the main resource that Israel is trying to accrue from the Palestinians is land, right? Yep. Like, that is, yep. the, that is the thing that they're trying Levin, to steal. Levenstrom. Right, they're trying to steal mm-hmm. that from them. Right. <laughs> and, like, I guess, I guess if you want to apply that framework to it, then that makes sense. Even though it seems like at this point, I saw something um, going around. Like, I, the New Yorkers, Isaac Chotner, had interviewed fuck was was that guy's name like orin uh did y'all see that yes orin hatch (laughs) (laughs) um i'm sure it's in my bookmark somewhere but the guy that he had interviewed was basically saying like israel has every right to take all this land like this is israel's by it was michael Orin, netanyahu's former ambassador to the u.s um uh isaac chotner said um or no, he, Michael Oren said, uh, we have an int- incontrovertible right as Jews to live anywhere in our ancestral homeland. No question, no question about it. Anywhere. And a member of the Sioux Nation has a right to live on Sioux Nation territory. These are our tribal lands, the cradle of our civilization. And Isaac Chotner says, just to be clear, you were born in New York, correct? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Mike, Michael Oren says, I was. Uh, Chotner says so you think that you as a Jewish person born in New York have a right to be anywhere in Israel absolutely plus the West Bank plus Gaza absolutely not Gaza we can debate whether Gaza is part of the land of Israel okay Israel plus the West Bank Uh, anyways. anyways the point I'm trying to make is that like I guess at this point, maybe in their sort of like political imagination, these motherfuckers
2: are going to start claiming Christ so
0: they can take the West Bank. Yeah, yeah. yeah no,
2: nope. yeah. he was one of us. <laughs> well, that is
0: the point. That is that is an interesting thing here because when people talk about Zionists, like in I again immediately after October seventh, you had all these people saying that like calling people Zionists is anti Semitic, and it's like actually there are plenty of gentiles who are zionists they're called exactly. christian zionists yeah. i grew up with them it's <laughs> so like, like they're like there. are like zionism is a broad ideology that spans it, it does not
2: denote uh, yeah. one faith or the other and in exactly. fact right. it's just as likely to be christian as jewish <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> if we're talking about pure numbers right so that's, I think also that's what, or go ahead tom You know, I was thinking about like how like hot button that word is. I remember writing a piece for the Daily Yonder when I was just a lowly intern in college, calling my then girlfriend's uncle a Zionist in that piece because because he was just like one of those like end times guys is why I said that. You know what I mean? And he was the one talking about, you know, building the temple and the red calf and all that shit. And that's why I said that. I wasn't like but like just the very s- scent of that. I remember the editor writing me and saying, "Well, we usually use that term to refer to like you um, supporters of the state of Israel, right?" And I was like, "You've clearly not grown up in the heartland." <laughs> <But> <laughs> <laughs> so I just dropped it. I didn't say anything, but like, it is one of those things where it's like, it's like, yeah, just like, yeah, the, just bumping up against that word can like lead to you, you know, being condemned as an anti semite or, or whatever. It is. You know?
0: It, it is weird, like, the interpretation of that word in the United States has an apocalyptic, like, millenarian in times connotation. Whereas in Israel, it's almost sort of the opposite. In Israel, that word means infinite expansion and the world as is. And in which case, like, Tom and I were having some fun, like, playing out various scenarios earlier this week. Let's say that, like, Israel does manage to come out the other side of this uh, politically intact, and has basically completed all of its objectives in terms of, like, cleansing Gaza, uh, take, finally annexing the entire West Bank, which, by the way, they made a tweet about that in, like, their Arabic page earlier today and then deleted it, um, <laughs> basically admitting that that was their entire uh, objective going forward from here on out. Anyways, let's say they do that, but they refuse to build the second temple. That is the thing that, like, American Zionists have to have for yeah. Christ to come back. So, like, could you see a scenario which where that happens? They refuse to build the second temple. We have a dominionist president, like one of these fucking Betsy DeVos psychopaths who's yeah. like president like DeSantis or something and like goes to war with Israel to force them to build. I think this I mean the 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 thing the thing I'm trying to get at here is there's a contradiction between those two forms of Zionism that uh is ultimately like it's ultimately detrimental to the state of Israel itself. And um anyway, sorry, that's a tangent. What were you gonna say here?
1: No, I was I was thinking on. Um, I know this is uh, um, just to kind of go back to you, you were saying, like what what is what can Israel or even the United States, right, like extract from Palestine? And I've been uh, downloading a bunch of these books um, that Verso has like released for free ebooks on Palestine, and one of them that I really want to read is called The Palestine Laboratory. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of this. Um, listeners probably have heard of it too. Written by Anthony Lowenstein, and um oh, yeah, it's based. It's basically like, you know, like what Gaza provides is like this sort of playground, you know, for military technology, you know, for surveillance technology that um, I think is then sort of like exported or imported back into the United States to use on black communities, for example, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Same shit that we got to be honest about got Bobby Schmurter knocked. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Let's be clear. Like, 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 uh be perfectly honest if Israel been perfectly honest brokers all those years they still deserve a little retribution for that (laughs) itself
0: yeah well and I think though that it's also it's the thing is is like you can apply multiple frameworks to this like you can apply that like strictly almost sort of Marxist framework to it but it's also important to keep in mind that like Zionism as an ideology goes far back into an era where the the um what's the word I'm looking for um, before capitalism had become fully sort of embedded and uh, uh spread globally you know what i'm saying like zionism predates the full encompassing of the globe into the capitalist world this system it's 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 honestly it as an idea it is a product of the like post like of the sort of uh yeah, like post Bellum, almost like civil war era. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It's like yeah, Herzl, yeah. you know, like Herzl was like a late nineteenth century figure. And yeah. it was and it was born out of an era of extreme anti Semitism in Eastern Europe, which which was going on in the nineteenth century. And like that's another thing that like political antisemitism began in the early nineteenth century, after like Napoleon took over a lot of these areas and like uh you know, tore down the shtetls and tried to assimilate Jews into the social fabric of Europe. And, uh, and so that's the thing. Like, I guess the, I guess the point I'm trying to make here is that, like other things in the world, like sort of like patriarchy, um, mm-hmm. for example, uh, the current form of patriarchy we work with is, at this point, highly influenced by and probably even all the social relations embedded within it are affected by capitalism, at the same time, it is a very old form of domination that predates capitalism. And so you kind of also have to think about this in, ter- in with Zionism. that like, it's like ethno- they update it. Yeah, like ethno-nationalism, like these things that, like, they, they aren't wholly compatible with capitalism. Yes, they can work together, but at the same time, they are extremely degraded versions of themselves, um, which is probably why Nazi Germany, like, burned out so fast and took mm. so many lives with it in the process is that, like, they are they're entirely degraded but violent and distorted forms of ideology and of capitalist decay. And so uh, – It almost you,
1: accelerates the capitalist process itself. Yes. Right? Where it implodes yeah. on itself, you know what I
0: mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, 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 and so it's like oh. I think you can use that framework to understand it too. Other, mm. uh, basically, I, I guess that's like a very highfalutin way of saying it's an ethnostate.
1: well did you see uh did you see i think the um israel israel israeli war room like uh, i guess the uh, propaganda the mouthpiece of the israeli army and um i mean you know like i tweeted it but i just it just me thinking why their propaganda is so bad um is because everybody has a fucking phone in their pocket so if you're so inclined you could just look this shit up so one of the things that they had said was um um they were replying and also they were quote tweeting and replying to like just organizers and activists and stuff like that and just other accounts, which like if you are the official propaganda uh, um, uh mouthpiece of an army and you're replying to strangers online, probably not going <laughs> good for you. You know what I mean? Probably probably not going good for you, dog. It's so you're not ridiculous. gonna make it
2: ridiculous.
1: But dude, they said they said that um this person said that uh Israel will go the way of Rhodesia, you know, will fall like Rhodesia right. did. And yo, the Israeli woman replies and says that um because you think that Israel's like Rhodesia which is why you'll never win. I'm like, "Dog, you can literally google fucking the uh Hertzl sending a letter to fucking Cecil Rhodes, dog." Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And literally yeah, using this- <laughs> the term settler colonialism like it also it's just like again it, it, it's just insane to me that like anyone can look this shit up. They also said something too where they were like um that Arabs had colonized um the Levant, right? You know, and people were like, "Yo, your own like religious text says that's not the case you know so I, I don't know man it's just um, it's just the, it's just that
2: yeah I guess yeah. when they get into that rub it's like well Islam wasn't even a religion for six to eight hundred years after the biblical times mm-hmm. so it's like of course there were no fucking Muslims there that doesn't mean that their forebears were not there
0: exactly right. Exactly, right. exactly exactly they just exactly. practiced <laughs> a different religion they were just
2: like different faiths or whatever you know yeah Right, Zoroastrians, <laughs> Samaritans. Was, there's yeah, there's right. like you know only like twelve of them. Let, you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. It's a different thing.
0: Christians. Like a lot of them were probably Christians too. Yeah, uh, not long g- Gnostics and stuff. You know what I mean?
2: Like, mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: but then it is weird. Like the utilization of like deep history, like two thousand years old history. I mean it. It's very. It, it is very much giving Serbian nationalism vibes. It's yeah. like as like when Sol- Slavidan Milosevic like went to Serbia in like nineteen eighty nine. He like went on the day that Tsar Lazar was defeated by the I guess the Turks, right? In like thirteen eighty nine. Like six hundred years later, and that's what they were still holding on to. And is, still, like, using that to inject Serbian nationalism in with. And so it's like, I, mean, I don't well, know. It, ma-
2: imagine being in a position where you have to make those kinds of reaches. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, now I know 600 years ago <sighs> doesn't, doesn't exactly seem like just yesterday. Yeah. But consider well, what these Ottomans took from us.
0: It gets at, the, it gets at like, the, just how farcical and absurd things get with the degradation, with the decay of global communism right mm-hmm. like as a actually existing communism as a world historical oh. project that like oh. these old deep historical things and again I know that like you can look at this and you can say like you can do the Brett Gelman thing and say like well what about or the Michael Orrin thing and say like what about the Sioux what about the Native Americans as I've said before <laughs> I still genuinely think like the Native Americans are probably the only like group of people who get to like make that claim because yeah. yes like our entire worldview everything about the world is based around the premise that you know their society was had to be destroyed by ours and uh and replaced yeah yeah, yeah.
1: you know i thinking think it's like when people say that um you know uh, this this conflict, you know, because always use the term conflict between Israel and Palestine, or just in the Middle East in general, is something that's been going on for thousands of years, right? And I, and I think what that does is that it almost like naturalizes, it, it, yeah, it naturalizes it, right, and it almost makes this seem like immutable, right, like as if these things are are set the in stone. The fulfillment of
2: prophecy.
1: Exactly, the fulfillment of prophecy. And it's like, you can't argue with
2: prophecy. You can't argue right. with God. You know you can't argue with the metaphysical, man. Actually, I can. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I do that, all the time, brother. That's how I want to start approaching Christians on this question. It's like, okay, do you... Seriously, there's only two roads here. Either you view this as a humanitarian crisis, right? Or you view this as the fulfillment of prophecy. Which is it? Right. I want you to look at eight thousand kids with their fucking legs blown off, and all horrible things you can muster in this world have been inflicted upon these people, and fix your mouth to say that any god worth serving would condone that. Yeah, mm. Dude, you're he, just a fucking psychopath. I <laughs> saw. Yeah, yeah, you're using
1: religion as a cover. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like they, they really can pull from like Samuel, the Book of Samuel, and say like, well, you know, we had they the Israelites had to throw Amalek amaleks into the fire babies into the fire like they really ju- genuinely justify the genocide of children with biblical text and, and you it's know what's insane about scripture though it's like
2: like i don't presume to speak for jewish people obviously because i don't know but christian people at least will look at like a very specific contextual thing like paul speaking to the church at ephesus and think that like no, actually, what he was saying to the church at Ephesus is supposed to apply to it today. When he was speaking to a very specific church, a very specific people, right. like those. That's mm-hmm. always been weird to me. Like, okay, so I'm supposed to like, uh, you know, uh, get in a fiery furnace, I guess, with my brothers Shadrach and Meshach. I'm Abednego, mm-hmm. and uh, and just see what happens then. I guess
0: those names mm-hmm. went so hard, by the way, Abednego.
2: Abandoned. I You don't see any Abednego's. I've made that point on Twitter. You don't see any Abednego's, and that's a yeah. fucking killer name.
0: need to bring on back. That was funny. Someone in your comments was like. You guys have to stop talking about the apocalypse. I can't listen to this anymore, or something like that. It's like, dude, well, like, listen, I, we're just my, my fucking town got destroyed by a flood. All right, it, like I have a personal life, by the way, an yeah. interior yeah. life that is also influenced by things going on around me. Yeah. And when your fucking town gets destroyed by like a biblical flood, you do kind of tend to see some things. And, like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quit being a baby. is <laughs> what I would say. Also, how do you think about a bed and to go Thor? That'd be a good name for your that would be. I, I Dude, that... thinking about, I was I was literally just thinking about yo, I'm gonna name my son <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, like, I don't
0: like that day to go. I was I went down a rabbit hole I was like you know, talking to Tom earlier this week about like the event evangelical response to this and like how this is a entire political current in the United States that's not really being talked about or acknowledged. And Which I is like,
2: insane if we're making all these like post 9 11 Iraq war era comparisons. Yeah. How you leave yeah. these guys out of the conversation. These are the people on the hook for Iraq. Yeah. Yeah. When In a lot of ways.
0: I went, I went on YouTube and, like, just started watching videos of church sermons from around the United States. I found one in, like, Leesburg, Virginia that had three million views. That was just posted, like, a week ago. Three million? It was, a, it was a church sermon. Yeah, three million. That's terrifying. It was a church sermon where this dude was, like, talking about the history of Israel and about how, actually, historically and biblically, Israel has the right to 300,000 square miles from the Nile... To like Iran all the way so are they up. they gonna into be wrong again. Like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? It's just like that's the kind of shit that's just like you are basing this entirely off of biblical religious text, and it's almost kind of farcical though, because like when you think about like church, these mega churches in the American suburbs, like getting this very sort of, like, bloodthirsty, like, biblical view, Old Testament, like, biblical view of the world in mind, the collision of those two worldviews is so insane. Like, comfortable, stable, cookie cutter, white picket fence, like, uh, McMansion houses, all of them inside convinced that, like, Amalek is coming, and they they need to throw babies into fires in order to bring God back to Earth Dude, what the? When you fuck? think about
2: it in those terms, if you just take like like we were talking about aliens, right? Mm. People not not a, not our countrymen, yeah. just come and see that these people aided and abetted the slaughter of millions of people in the biblical holy lands, you know, because they thought that their god, also from those holy lands, right, was going to come back on a white horse and smite all their enemies for them. Meanwhile, they all just, like, live the worst lives you could imagine, you know? Subjugating people. Yeah. Well, did y'all see on Fox News that uh, Jesse Waters uh,
1: had said that, uh, I mean, one of, again, I mean, it was Fox News, but another mask-off moment where he was like, um, America's had enough with um, Arabs and Muslims, you know? And, like, it just got me thinking about, like, it feels like, uh, I guess the crusade i guess like the whole entire history of the middle east right and colonization and imperialism is sort of this relitigation of the crusades you yeah know? you know what i mean and it just seems like they're just itching for like i mean i guess now would be like you know crusades like you know like uh 4.0 i guess at this point you know what i mean but um i, I don't know to, to again fulfill uh, to fulfill prophecy you know
0: yeah well that's the um, weird thing like we, as americans we have zero ties to that it's like i think we pointed it out in an earlier episode the crusades were prosecuted by the catholic church i mean and even catholic americans have a very very tenuous tie to that but protestant americans a tie like it's weird how like they just it's it just you're right it's so weird how like this history gets like regurgitated and you learn about it through Secondhand sources who learn about it through secondhand sources who learn about it through secondhand sources, so that like our common like the circulation of that common history is just just very degraded, like fully Islamophobic, racist historically. Like ideology. a racist game of telephone, though. Right. It is. It is. <laughs> but it, like completely missing of any historical context um, of any of the theological debates that spurred spurred them of the political scenario in Europe at the time, like, you know what I'm saying? Like that class played a part in this as well. Like this is Mm -hmm. class conflict, like crusades were part of the contradictions of class conflict in Europe at the time, that they weren't Mm -hmm. just this like purely civilizational battle. Uh, But again, like it's just weird. It's, it's none of it is coherent. It is just fully fascist ideology pushed to the fucking floor and uh, I mean that that Jesse Waters thing that is dark, man. Like we've yeah, had man. it with Arab Americans.
1: Yeah, man. And I saw it too that um, um, fuck. They were trying to censure Rashida Tlaib, you know. Yeah. You know, and I, I know we, you know, everyone's made the Iraq War comparisons, but um, I don't know, man. It, it almost feels like. I don't know we talked about this before in the um the uh episode that we had unlocked you know I'd mentioned that it seems like um uh, America constantly has to renew itself in the blood of oppressed people and especially yeah. in the Middle East you know and as much as Americans you know polled after I guess the Iraq war during especially like um like you know a couple years in and after who were opposed to it you know you know despite being bloodthirsty right and rearing to uh, rearing to invade Iraq right. but um I don't know man it, it also I don't know. It also seems as a way to resolve the contradictions, you know, resolve the contradictions that kind of crop that crept up during the pandemic, you know, that crept up during uh, during the 2020 protests, the George Floyd protests. And also you had mentioned this, Tom, you know, historically speaking, whenever a president is not doing very well, you know, war is always like, you know, something to like, you know, to uh, to pursue and galvanize. Right. And engage yeah. the public, you know. Yeah, so, it, it, uh, and
2: it seems like such a a slam dunk to get out of this, to call for a ceasefire and stuff. And it's insane that nobody can muster that. Yeah. And I wonder if that's just because that's Biden's last play to not to not have Trump. And all these people, including Bernie, have so got it in their head that the worst possible outcome for this is for Trump to be reelected. And so that's why they're balking on this. Yeah. And again, I go back to the Anton Sugar quote. <laughs> if the road that brought you here... They know was the road. That's That
0: is an interesting thing. You're right. Like, that is a possibility. I do think that, like, going into a monumentally consequential election with a candidate who was, by the way, just a placeholder. Everybody understood that at the time. People forget about this, but in 2020... That was the assumption about Biden. The, In this fact, going to run on again. the
2: campaign, you're right. I think you're getting ready to say it. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. No,
1: no, no. He said that. He said that it, it was it was sort of implied that he wouldn't run for a second term. You know.
2: I think explicitly said uh, uh, that he was a one-termer and that like basically he was a bridge away from Trump and that they were going to groom somebody else and then yeah. Kamala uh, uh, was revealed to have too much of a Xanax dependency. <laughs> <to> be, uh, <laughs> You know, or shit. she's like sitting there fucking hitting helium. I don't know what she's doing. But. <laughs> but, no, uh, I, I don't know if y'all. I don't know if
1: y'all saw the video, but I don't know what she was talking to. I don't. It might have not even been recent. I don't know, but. She's I don't know what she's talking about. She's like, you didn't just fall out fall of a coconut of a, tree, <laughs> everything you exist within everything around you. And I'm like, dude, actually, that's a pretty good argument for historical materialism. And her dad was a Marxist. But yeah, yeah, she's she's yeah, she's she's too that, zanned out to uh, that's take the
0: thing through. about liberals, though. They do have this weird background in historical materialism in the sense that like they do view things in like, as we were saying earlier, in terms of systems but they've weirdly dematerialized that it's like they've
1: dematerialized the trajectory of progress
0: you know yeah it's it is oh, yeah. yeah it is very weird it's like cuz i could see someone listening to this and be like well as marxists we shouldn't think in terms of morally right and morally wrong but at the same time you don't get marxism unless you get marx looking at the working class in england in the 1850s and 60s and saying this is wrong this is so, fucked up. So, so yeah, this. I mean, even yes. I guess we can like church it up with like scientific jargon and stuff. But it is an epistemology that makes normative claims on the world in the way it should be. And uh, anyways, but I just I also just want to follow that thread, which is that like I was I was reading Pamela Paul's uh, column in the New York Times last night. Uh, you know, one of our faves here and like even she was like the dims are fucked in the sense that like no one everyone is basically in the elite class anyways everyone is basically silently acknowledging that it's not going to work with joe and that the dims aren't putting forward any kind of vision and that they're flubbing this whole thing at the same time we all know that the right is in total disarray and so yeah. like what what happens it's just an yeah. interesting thought experiment because it's like what happens in a in a society Where like all of these things That we've known for a long time That like there's not real actual democracy That an election Can be easily overturned by XYZ forces uh, Like all these other things that Elections are more or less rigged by the Electoral mm-hmm. college and whatever It's like they're now Coming to a point where we have to Acknowledge that yeah. um, And also like all the sort of decay And, and contradictions of the of the of both parties are on full display and can't offer anything,
2: and they're all yeah, yeah they're all just open and naked you know what I mean? naked yeah. and afraid <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah 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 it's it's like on
1: one end the Democrats you have this atrophied like futureless party right that has no long term vision but on the other hand you have these like on the Republicans they're like bar- not that the Democrats aren't barbaric but like I mean they're demons right but also terrified I've been thinking about something you said Terrence about how once this popped off, you kind of saw them like, kind of like ostrich neck, right? Like, they, they dug their, they like, bur- they got into their bunkers, they put their heads underground. The and conservatives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're terrified. You know, they're terrified. Whereas right. the Democrats, like, uh, I mean, they don't have a conception of the future, man. So it's like, you know, this moment in history has been thrust upon both of them and no one's, no one is adequate enough to deal with it, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, and also, like, it's right. Like, they have completely removed themselves from the, not only, the future but also the past hmm. like and and you see this in the way that like I, I do think there is something to the to the idea that they are not calling for a ceasefire because they think it will open them up to vulnerability from the right but also they, they're purported like explicit explanation for why is because they say hamas will immediately break that ceasefire hamas won't hold to it well, there's a fucking gr- incredible op-ed in the New York Times today. Surprisingly, <laughs> about how Israel broke the ceasefire in 2014, like over and over again. And they also, you know, not just when they killed those kids <laughs> yeah, on the beach. not
2: not for nothing. Israel, there's not a ton of faith in you out in the business
0: community, even <laughs> in this regard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they they see Israel has repeatedly broke ceasefires, so it's like there there's there's no honest brokers here. But this, this article has an astonishing fucking statistic in it, um, just to show you how far right Israel uh, political society has gone and the courts and everything. Over the past seven decades, Palestinians in Gaza, seven decades, 70 years, Palestinians in Gaza have brought fewer than 10 successful claims for compensation in the Israeli court system. Most of those cases were brought before the 2000s. Um, You're talking about people just murdered in the West Bank for existing. People bombed on beaches. And and again, some of those cases are from people killed when Israel broke the ceasefire in 2014. It's like this is, I don't know, man. It's,
1: It's just like, how do you have, you know, how do you have like, how do you have like what 194 countries, right? That look not only like can't stop, but look the other way when one country repeatedly, right, violates the Geneva Conventions. Right. Repeatedly, repeatedly, explicitly, right? I mean, I'm not talking about, like, settlers, right, like Israelis. I'm talking about, like, the the the, the organ of the government, the government yeah, itself, right. you know? the government itself, explicitly right. Explicitly saying that we want to ethnically cleanse, right, these people. And, I mean, I don't know, it's a moot point, but it's just, it just, I think that's what's baffled me the most is that, not only are domestically the Dems and the Republicans equipped for this whole historical moment, but it's like the whole entire world seems to be, you know? Yeah. Like, everyone is sort of watching in, I don't know, I don't want to say horror, man, but I do think most
2: regular people, but it almost seems to be a wait-and-see thing, you know?
0: Well, it's it's triggered a there, lot it's of- It's
2: max extraction, man. Right. They're trying to wring out every drop they can out of this project mm-hmm. until they until like they can't ring anymore, you know what <laughs> I mean? So that's exactly, I think, what's, I think, uh, part of, I think, part of what's happening. I think, I mean, it's obviously more complicated
0: than that. Well, I think that a lot of it is, part of it is impossible for the world to comprehend because it's so sort of retrograde. And what, I, I hate to use that word. What's the, what's the word? um atavistic that's mm-hmm. probably a better word like in a certain yeah in the i sense
2: know that like, I, I, that's what i was thinking too
0: like you, you <laughs> <laughs> like it, okay in, in as the an sense, atavist
2: myself i was, <laughs> I was wondering ad- when somebody was going to as a member atavist
0: anonymous yes uh, yeah. <laughs> atavist anonymous that it, it is cormac mccarthy like because like do you look at these settlers these settlers are not rich people. Rich people aren't settlers. That was the case in the United States, too. You think they were sending, like, the wealthy, comfortable people into, like, Appalachia and then into the Mississippi River no, Basin? they, they and were sending into the people West. that were expendable. They were sending—exactly. And so this has—and then you, so you look at the videos of the West Bank. Those are the people that are bringing violence upon Palestinians. It is a classic settler colonial experiment. I mean, like, it, and it has all the markings of it, but it's hard for us to comprehend because we thought we left that in the old world. We thought that, yeah. like, the relations were thoroughly capitalized, that, like, this had, you know, enveloped and enmeshed all the parts of society, and that, like, we had left this form of colonialism in the old world. It well, kind
2: of goes back to Yellowstone in a way. <laughs> Indulge me here. Everything goes back yeah, to Yellowstone. Yeah. Th-
0: <laughs> when I <was> talking about <laughs> threading needles. Let's thread this one.
2: Well,. <laughs> here's what I thought when I first watched Yellowstone right before I knew really that it was like this phenomenon that it is like the most watched show on TV by a factor of millions of viewers. All right. Okay. Which I think speaks to like the American, like uh sort of obsession with the old West, but also to some weird sort of dynamics going on. Uh, when you're talking about, uh, relationships with native Americans and how we f- like fetishize them today after we had, uh, carried out multiple genocides i thought watching that show that like okay people are going to see like the shabby treatment of the native communities and how like domineering john dutton and his family and the ranchers are right, right. until i started seeing <laughs> yeah. and until taylor sheridan probably thought you know what we could probably make a bundle of cash off selling uh Dutton Ranch merch and I started seeing Dutton Ranch bumper stickers all over trucks and cars and people yeah. wearing the shirts and stuff like that and it broke my
0: motherfucking brain they took yeah. the exact lesson from it that you yeah like it's it's you're right Tom it's like you would expect people to see that and say like to have some sort of like uh, sh- moment of conscience um, yes yes you know like a s- crisis sort of a, conscience a crisis yeah. of conscience but instead they look. They identify identify with the actual oppressors, right? Yeah, it's, right. it's like
1: people who think that Walter White was a good guy, you know?
0: Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: It is. Oh man, that is that is fascinating to think about. That's um, that's
1: that's no go, ahead, Terrence. No, you go. Ahead. No, that's just kind of like got me thinking, Tom. Actually, like that that seems to be the uh, the sad and the long, torturous history, right? Of uh, I don't even want to say the human race. Let's just say America, right? Let's uh, whittle it down a bit. Is that taking the wrong lessons from things, you know? Like, I mean, we dropped we dropped two nuclear bombs right. you know, in Japan. And like I mean, you still have people that have the argument, well, we needed to do that because but like you have people now, even after that horror, you know, you have people now that are saying we need to do the same thing to Gaza, you know. Mm-hmm. Or we need to do the same thing to like another region in the world, whether it's Russia or China. And it's just like, yo, dog, y'all take the worst y'all take the worst lessons from the most depraved shit you know the whole point yeah. is that it was so depraved that you would never
0: repeat it again you know dude right at this at this point what is so mind-boggling it's like the technology of modern warfare has developed to the point that you can drop the equivalent of an atom bomb on a population without dropping an actual atom bomb and dealing with the bad press of that yeah. and you could people- drop a moab right but people yes but people still have this idea that like an atom bomb is an atom bomb it's like Uh. no our bombs are so fucking lethal and powerful now that like you can drop everything short of an actual atom bomb on a population and it's still Mm. the same effect uh i don't know
1: sans the radioactivity and shit
0: you know stands the right exactly right Uh. this this kind of gets it there's a thread that we've kind of like been teasing at over the course of this which is the contradiction within the democratic party itself in the sort of like liberal mind and psychology and ideology and like how the, the rapidly accelerating conditions of this moment are kind of tearing at the very seams of that and you see that um, as humans because they are humans and they do understand that like humans barely <laughs> right, right. <laughs> they are monsters, but they they do breathe, you know, oxygen and have blood and all this other stuff. They're not silicon based, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh water um, soluble. Right. <laughs> yeah. But uh they probably have families and they probably have loved ones, and they probably uh have managed to mostly curate their timelines and like censure in their own minds, censor out like the images and stuff coming from, mean, from Gaza, but Has been such an inundation of Images and videos that it's probably impossible So they have probably In some ways um, Their conscience has also Been tugged at a little bit And so you see like I said you see them kind of being Like ripped apart and like not entirely sure How to handle that and what it says About them Um, But I wanted to read this article because I thought This was fascinating this is in NBC News Biden officials Voice new concerns and warnings over Israel's war with Hamas um administration officials are worried that the president's quick support for israel after hamas's attack could backfire um shit (laughs) yeah uh as the humanitarian
2: (laughs) not been a lanyard dick a day in my life i could have i could have got you off that one on
0: day one right (laughs) right as the humanitarian crisis in gaza worsens and the death toll among palestinian civilians continues to rise there is growing concern among the top Biden administration officials about how the Israelis are carrying out the war and uncertainty about whether they can be reined in, according to two current and two former senior U.S. officials familiar with the internal discussions. Some administration officials... I want to say all- something.
2: What are you talking about? Like, you're the big bad United States. You can't rein in right. uh, a fucking backwater. you, <laughs> you know, basically a client state. Well, yeah. that was didn't Biden
0: literally say that on uh, maybe sixty minutes or some shit like a few weeks ago? Like, we're hey man, we're the United States, so we can do anything we want.
2: We it's do like, it. Yeah, oh, we do.
0: apparently, except for this. Except yeah. stop
2: a genocide. Yeah. Yeah. I think actually, Biden. What it would take is you calling Netanyahu and saying, "Okay, uh, the gravy train stops now unless you quit this shit immediately." Mm -hmm. and then all this goes away
0: it does ring particularly (laughs) doesn't all go
2: away but i mean we get your ceasefire yeah yeah
0: it does ring particularly hollow when we just sent them 15 billion dollars like that was just signed off, and there was reports that the white house has requested from congress permission to basically give them arms and money under the table in like a completely unprecedented uh, yeah yeah right
2: yeah uh with no transparency at all with the american people that was right. not a good development so um, you're not
1: even just supplying them with weapons but by supplying them with weapons you are co-signing the genocide like you right. are like tacitly like you know what i'm saying like like actually like i guess like um in terms of like just supporting this argument you know you're saying it's okay you know
0: yeah it's some yeah. Uh, some administration officials also are worried that the U.S. could become more and more isolated on the world stage over President Biden's close alignment with Israel and that he will be blamed for some of the Israelis' minis- military's actions.
1: He will be blamed. Motherfucker, we are blaming him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> By the way, Netanyahu released a statement today that was like, uh, we're still going to go full throttle ahead and the U.S. will not stop us. I mean, like I'm paraphrasing, but I'm not paraphrasing much. He basically said that. Um Biden and his top aides have in the past week adjusted the administration's public message to emphasize concern for Palestinian civilians and U.S. efforts to get them humanitarian relief. The shift follows growing criticism at home and abroad of Biden's decision to swiftly and staunchly back Israel's military response to Hamas while initially speaking less forcefully about protecting Palestinians. Meanwhile, images of civilian casualties in Gaza continue to ricochet around the world. Okay, now this is where I need to pause. And say that a few weeks ago, I don't remember what episode it was, maybe it was on the Patreon episode last weekend, Mm -hmm. um, like two weekends ago. I think we, like, speculated that the Biden administration's... Uh, comments about how they were, you know, they put out like this Islamophobia playbook and like made Kamala go out there and like be the figure of it. They put together
2: an Islamophobia toolkit to distribute to community
0: members. (laughs) Like uh, a privilege on it for, (laughs) and literally made the black lady like,
1: like sit on TV in front of the camera and tell everybody that it was going to be okay.
0: Yeah. I like, I think we, we grim, very grimly joked that like all their statements Oh, they're very meek. Like They're hedging, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're just hedging in the event that in the future, 500 years in the future, once this is all said and done... And the like history books have been written that, like, libs will still be able to, like, point back and say, no, 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 Biden Biden said early on that Palestinian lives need to be uh, triangulated when they're trying to uh, bomb Hamas commanders and that only 500 civilians was a, a yeah. acceptable number to kill. Not 1,000 they, they, or 10,000. They,
1: cave- they need their caveat to absolve them from, yeah. like, from being a yeah. monster, being a complete fucking monster.
2: Let me um, point out something, too, real quick, just on this note. It just, I And, mean, again, it doesn't do much good to point out America, American hypocrisy. But uh, did you see yesterday where for the, you know, several decades in a row now, the entire world, except for the United States, Israel, and an, abstin- an, a, and an absentia vote from Ukraine, voted against the embargo of the blockade in Cuba?
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, now I want to yeah.
2: point this out. We have absolutely inflicted economic terror on a small island nation that's relatively poor in, you know, capital, but also, you know, rich in other ways, because Fidel Castro killed about 500 plantation owners in the (laughs) revolution. (laughs) Literally, and they're still salty about that. Right. You know what I mean? Like, think about that just in terms of scale here. Yeah.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Well, it's it's again like we mentioned. Um, you know, I think I'd mentioned last the Other episode is like, you know, uh, if there were like over, uh, um, you know, a thousand Israeli civilians, you know, had been killed in the Hamas attack, and then you respond to that with killing eight thousand 8, and counting. Like, when does it end? You know, when is enough enough? You know.
0: Oh yeah, it's like that one tweet that was going around that just blatantly spelled it out. It's like. If your father was killed and your mother was kidnapped and taken to a house and you found out there were six kids inside the house, but you can't do anything about it, what would you do? It is just like—would you kill all the kids and your mom as like, well? I'm am kind of getting the vibe that it's not about your kidnapped mother. If you're willing to kill her <laughs> to get her back, it's it. What are you talking? I I have a feeling that you just want to kill kids. Exactly. Man, I, you, you,
1: yes,
2: exactly. I went trolley problem joke on my quote tweet, and two minutes later I regretted it when I did not say. Well, if it was my dang mother-in-law, maybe.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't have Um, a mother-in-law, but you know. Anyways, (laughs) back on the theme of them hedging, making statements Uh, that that then the well-actuallys can point back at in the future. A senior U.S. official said, if this goes really bad, we want to be able to point to our past statements.
1: Yo, that is, yo, dude, yo. Again, there's that fucking um, uh, Adolf Reed Junior quote: "Like liberals don't they don't engage in politics; they're only witness to suffering." You know.
2: And, and yeah. now they don't even make any pretense about that. No, <laughs> man. Like, oh, we're yeah. all artifice here. Actually, <laughs> that's like, <pre-im- laughs> that's like pre.
1: That's like No, it's just like preemptively doing
2: the thoughts and prayers before atrocity happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, you know, like people were shitting on Gabe Whining for pointing out like the you know his essay about the pre grieving but like from the american perspective like that's absolutely true hmm. you yep. know what i mean it's like which is what you expect from a country that makes sure that we uh only come in contact with an acceptable amount of rat shit on the top of our beer cans and hmm. Coca Cola cans right right <laughs> and, uh, it's it is funny to think about that i have a friend that actually did a little stint in prison because he got in with the russian mob that's a whole different story But he said while he was in there that he had learned from a lot of these, like, guys. He was, like, they locked him up in, like, one of the white-collar places with, like, the corporate criminals and stuff. And he said that while he was in there that he found out from a lot of these, like, guys that worked at these law firms that are, like, you know, what you see kind of on late night and stuff like that. Uh Uh-huh. Mesothelioma lawyers and uh, mesh, whatever the wire mesh Right. surgery thing while like you're medical malpractice type of people that when the FDA approves a drug like they get in these senators pockets and basically say yeah we're probably looking at 150 to 300,000 people dead maybe 100,000 people maimed in other ways or you know permanently injured and da 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 but da 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 and then they vote these things in these things get fast tracked for FDA approval, uh, basically with the knowledge that people in power that make those decisions uh, know that there are going to be people that are. It just seems like, I say all that to say, it seems like there's a much more efficient way to do that, and I know somebody's gonna be like, "That's not at all how FDA approval happens." Well, <laughs> I, I know I'm just taking this secondhand from a guy that was briefly involved with the Russian mob. However,
1: <laughs> well, well, it's like it's like it's like when companies like um, Walmart or Target, or I mean, any like multi uh, uh, like multinational, I guess, company like that, where they fact retailer they factor in loss, you know. And like yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. like theft of items, so like you're just doing that with people, though, you know.
0: Well, yeah. it's it's we've seen it with coal mining for fucking years. Do we really need scientific studies that show that like blowing up a mountain that sends boulders into people's homes is bad for your health? I mean, it's like it's everything is it, it's it's this is weird contradiction with liberals where like they do simultaneously live in the future and the past, but at the same time they're constantly trying to forget both. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know yeah, you talk, yeah. T-
1: <laughs> I don't know. They, they're trying to exist not just outside of history, but almost outside of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you really, know, really I,
2: right. I, I was thinking about that yesterday with the news of the guy that got killed in the uh, coal refining plant in Martin County yesterday. Right. Which is like one of the most horrific ways to go I could imagine. They had to amputate his leg just to get him out. Jesus Christ. And he ended up mm-hmm. dying shortly thereafter with his wife by his side. While the whole shit's happening, I think maybe they had to remove his other leg too, or something like that. Jeez. The guy at that facility is the son of Jeff Hoops, who longtime listeners of the show may recall. And if also, if you've ever been to our live show, you might have remembered us putting a hex on this man. <laughs> the guy mm-hmm. that mm-hmm.
0: owns the facility is Jeff Hoops' son.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Who right. I guess? Well, I guess Hoops owns it, but I think he's letting his little fell son run things or whatever. <laughs> right. So he's. Right. <laughs> Right. This is the guy that was building that patrician resort hotel place in Milton, West Virginia, where mm-hmm. he had the life-size replica of Yankee Stadium and all these fucking tacky, grandiose things there. And I think about, like, the ways in which, like, Andy Bashir, who's, like, running a tight race for governor here, one of the last Democratic governors in the South, has, like, aided and abetted the coal industry because he's afraid to rock that boat too far because they're still kind of clinging to these beliefs that there's these like moderate Republicans that like tip the scales in the balance, and everybody knows that's just not borne out in the polling or in reality. Right, right. But the net effect of it is like men like Jeff Hoops just go completely unchecked. You know what I mean? And then Andy's like sitting here running a tight race. Like why? Well, I, I don't understand. Like why is it like you know so tight and da 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 da. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Well, fucking do something, man. Yeah, Get off this fucking we see you, we hear you shit and actually pass some goddamn legislation. The point of politics is to make things better. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Not to lament things after they've happened, right? Right.
0: Right. Well, yeah, I mean, to make it even more fundamental, the point of politics is to actually struggle and fight with the people doing the bad things. Yeah, it's like right. that's the that's the whole thing about MMT, like modern monetary theory. It's like yes, this is possible theoretically. I mean, not even <clears throat> theoretically, it's basically what we already do. Mm-hmm. But the thing is is you can print as much money as you want to fund welfare programs. That's not the problem. The problem isn't the money. The problem is the political Contradictions, the the you know what I'm saying, like the political commitments and actually disempowering the people who would stand in your way, once political constituencies get built out of that project and ideologies get formed. It's it's
2: it's embarrassing if you're like a modern Democrat, you're still in office. Like if you're Joe Biden, who's getting ready to go to your death in the not too distant future. I don't mean that you know, FBI is like a threat. I mean, like he's just old as shit. (laughs) I mean, nature is going to take his course. I can see it with my own two eyes. The man's disintegrating. Quickly approaching entropy, yeah. Can you imagine, like, thinking of yourself even in the same class as Lyndon Baines Johnson or John F. Kennedy? I mean, I'm not, again, not praising those men because they're both jackals in their own way. Mm -hmm. But just in terms of your political acumen, And, like, your ability to get things done and those Mm -hmm. things. And not for nothing, as a Democrat, you're coasting off their, like, the remnants of their legacy, what little's left
0: behind. (laughs) Dude, that is something that I have just been astounded by. It's like, yes, you are exactly right. Like, LBJ and Kennedy, yes, jackals in their own way, butchers uh, in their own way. But, like, (laughs) do you really think that, like, if they were meeting on a, weekly basis with a guy like Netanyahu and his entire war cabinet and everything that they would walk away from that, be like, we have to back these guys to the hilt. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Like, I'm just saying, I mean, maybe they would. I mean, I guess if you look I at the like, policy, both and, these guys are responsible for Vietnam. So, As <laughs> to say, not a possibility. Say yeah. however, is a distinct poss- you're exactly right. <laughs> yeah. However, but, but I guess the point is, is like, if the world was at stake, I mean, we're talking about like a, an, armed nuclear power with the state, with the case of Israel, uh in a region with other nuclear powers like Pakistan and Russia I mean it's it's just it's a fucking powder keg and when it's just really astonishing for me to read this article and for them to the for them to have this like these second thoughts like oh my god do we back the baddies when there were plenty of reports 2 weeks ago that when they met with Israeli officials Israeli officials were saying we're going to have to do Dresden we're going to have to yeah. do firebombing of Tokyo we're going to have to resort to world war 2 tactics and wipe these people off the planet that didn't give you pause you didn't yeah, that, believe them when they said that
1: yo you know what? you know what it's like dude it's like did you guys see that um cnn um it was a clip um a clip from cnn where this um anchor is talking i guess to um a war correspondent who's in israel right and he's like he's basically you see like the gears are turning in his mind where he's like wait they bombed like i forgot what it was man i don't know if they had bombed. oh like was it con- wolf blitzer no, it was, wasn't. It wasn't Wolf Blitzer. But that's another example. That right? interview like, was you crazy. It, yeah, you
2: see it dawn on. Them. I did. I did not realize Wolf Blitzer used to be an a- APAC rep, and he was yeah. still blown away. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: dude. Well, it's like it's like you see it like in these like small glimpses of it. The the real the dawning realization that this is actually a genocide. Yeah, and like they just they just stop. Like they don't go any further. Like the guy's voice. He's like, "So you mean that they're bombing?" Like, where they know civilians are. And, of course, the war correspondent says, well, this is a war and hard things happen. And that was it, you know?
0: Right. Like, that was it, you know? That was the same thing with the Wolf Blitzer thing. He's like, it's a refugee camp. You know that there are a lot of refugees, a lot of innocent civilians, men, women, and children in that refugee camp as well, right? This is the tragedy of War Wolf. I mean, we, as you know, we've been seeing for days, move south. Civilians are not involved with Hamas, please move south. Uh, I'm just uh, trying to get a little bit more information. uh, You knew there were civilians there. You knew there were refugees,
2: all sorts of refugees. But you decided to still drop a bomb on that refugee camp,
0: attempting to kill the Hamas commander. By the way, was he killed? I can't confirm yet. There will be more uh, updated. Yes, we know that he was killed. about the civilians there, we're doing everything we can to minimize. Uh, I'll, tell, I'll say it again. Sadly, they are hiding themselves within. I mean, it is wild for them to, like, <laughs> you're right, Aaron. It's this very surreal experience to watch happen in real time yeah. where we all saw this. The first three weeks of this, we called it out and said, like, Look, the IDF is lying about a lot of this. This is all propaganda. They have basically run the WMD mind war program, and all of you have bought it hook, line, and sinker. And like, you are going to wake up to the horror of this eventually. And when you do, like, we're gonna be we're we're gonna watch it all, unless which is also it is also a possibility that like yes, they have those moments of consciousness, and then they say, well, you know, they bury it, bury it deep. Like deep, deep down and so that it can't resurface anymore, which will produce its own sort of like depraved fucking monsters full further down the road. Um, I just want to continue reading here. The Mm -hmm. officials said the administration is particularly worried, particularly worried about a narrative taking hold that Biden supports all Israeli military actions and that U.S. provided weapons have been used to kill Palestinian civilians, many of them women and children. The Defense Department has said the U.S. is not putting any limits or restrictions on the weapons it's providing Israel. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken delivered a planned, more strident message Thursday before he boarded his plane for a trip to Israel. As we've said from the start, Israel has not only the right but the obligation to defend itself. Uh, we've also said very clearly and repeatedly that how Israel does this matters. It's, it's just, I mean, obviously said, it doesn't. I mean, that, first, it obviously that, doesn't. Second,
1: that, second, that second part of the sentence like just completely nullifies the first part you know what yeah, I mean yeah like why the <laughs> like, like if they have the right to if they have the right to defend themselves then why would they go about it in a way that protects palestinian lives right? right you know what i mean like if they think that they are i mean it's not that they think they're fucking defending themselves they're very aware that they are ethnically cleansing a population but yeah man again that's that's again that sort of like that that like liberal tautology you know that sort of like you can you can accept one thing you know but then throw out
0: another. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, it is. Man. It's just. It's it just is. Insane. No, you're right. It is weird. Like, put yourself in their shoes for a second. Like, it's weird to th- to think this way. But like, imagine you're wearing the inside out. The inside out <laughs> yeah. <MCU>. You're wearing, <laughs> I'm the wearing inside. <laughs> Imagine <Okay>. once again. <laughs> you, you don't even, You don't even have to do that, man. <laughs> Actually, just put yourself in your own shoes. Maybe like ten years ago, you're in your 20s or something. You're hanging out with your boy, and he's like. Yo, I think I'm gonna go shoot up this school and kill forty to fifty kids under the age of twelve. I've bought all the guns to do it. I have plans. I have fully. I wrote the manifesto. Already. I wrote the manifesto. <laughs> I'm ready for everything to go according to plan. In what world do you then just say, "Ah, he's probably kidding"? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's probably yeah. just joking. Yeah. It's like, dude,
2: listen to it. it's uh, the only explanation. Believe that. Remember, believe the autocrat. Yeah, <laughs> Remember that? Like after Trump got elected, that essay was yeah, going around, Believe yeah. the Autocrat? When some, or, you know, or, you know, to put it in therapy speak, when somebody tells you who they are, believe them. Exactly, I mean? exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, like we're a that, country that's had that same message drilled in our fucking heads every day for the last 15, 20 years, whatever, and yet we're just like, yeah, maybe it shakes out different.
0: That's yeah. the mess of contradictions where we're dealing with here. It's like we're dealing with Netanyahu, who is even a million times more bloodthirsty and an autocrat than even Trump. And we've invoked the image of Putin to be that fearful autocrat in the vein of Trump. So we're backing Ukraine. And so, like, just in that sentence, I've listed at least five or six different contradictory <laughs> thoughts that I don't think that any human being outside the <laughs> robots at State Department can, like, actually hold in their heads. No, like, no. I, I guess I have to assume that Blinken is a robot because of his... Very crude attempt to imitate blues, like Hoochie Coochie Man. Man, it is
2: so bad. Like, dude, somebody pointed out, I think our buddy Mickey pointed out, that uh, uh, Lee Atwater also fashioned himself a blues man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, in a statement Thursday, Senator Chris Murphy, a member of the Foreign Relations Committee, who, by the way, we covered on an episode... I think right before this all popped off, which, by the way, it's very... I was talking to Tom the other day. Very weird that our last episode, it was a Patreon episode before this started, I think it was, like, October 5th, was called The Nations of Gog and Magog Are Rising (laughs) Against Us... (laughs) Like, uh, we
2: might be tapped in some forces we know, not yeah, like, even what we're dealing yeah, with. What were you what cooking, did,
0: man? What did, what, we did, what did you know? What did you know? What did you we know? were talking about Chris Murphy, though, and how he was talking about the Ukrainian conflict and about how this the, the post-World War II order was at stake. So th- if that gives oh, you that's any right. inc- that's right. inclination as to where our apocalyptic uh, tone has been coming from. The here.
2: signs were there even well before the Hamas attack.
0: <laughs> right. Um Chris Murphy said, it's time for Israel's friends to recognize that the current operational approach is causing an unacceptable level of civilian harm and does not appear likely to achieve the goal of permanently ending the threat from Hamas. That's not well,
1: the... Go ahead. That's just, it's just insane to me that, like, yo, how... That's not the goal. The goal is not about terrorism, dog.
0: It's not. You're right. It's that's not, right. It's, you're right. <laughs> <That's> we can't <laughs> see outside those terms, though.
1: Yep. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly.
0: It, it, they, they, they cannot see that the goal here is to literally target civilians. Yeah. Like yeah. Because, I, I don't know, I, I, you know what I'm saying? like that's, yeah. That is... What is
2: going on here is they've made their plans clear as a bell. And again, clear I, I, didn't as a gra- bell. I, I didn't graduate from the Harvard Kennedy School of Government or anything, <laughs> but it seems pretty clear to me that what they're trying to do is use this Hamas attack... As pretense to liquidate as many Palestinians as they can before they remove all that remain into Egypt, Sinai, whatever. These, like, fucking tent camps that they've got planned. Mm -hmm. This is, we're in the throes of the final solution, and what they're doing right now is trying to cut their fucking overhead.
0: Yeah. Dude, yeah. what else yeah. do you call it when you And guess ended- who's
2: paying? We're Paul paying the fucking bill. Yeah, We're, up, we're did, the and, bill.
0: It, exactly. And why I mean, what do you call it when you're ending entire family lines? Entire yes. family lineages. Yes. That is Holocaust shit. Dog, like, did
1: y'all see Did y'all see I think the 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 um the the school the year of um 2023 for the this uh, Palestinian um um I guess uh, I don't know if it's a high school or school has been completely just canceled like the class of 2023 because Yeah. like all the students
0: are dead. That's fucking insane, dog. That's insane. I mean, and and to just give you further whiplash, just to go back to this article, um, it says, with the war expected to go on for some time, some administration officials expect differences between the administration and Israel over how military actions are being carried out to only intensify. Uh, And the officials said, administration officials continue to worry that persistent Israeli attacks killing Palestinian civilians risk fanning wider unrest in the Middle East, while derailing Biden's other foreign policy efforts. Um, this is the sentence that just fucking mind boggling. Uh, a former senior US official familiar with the discussions inside the White House said, the reality is setting in on how long it's going to be and how hard it's going to be. It's like the reality is just now, it's November 3rd. We're recording this on November fucking 3rd. The reality is just now setting in.
1: 8,000 plus people
2: dead. You know what I mean? Like well, I, weeks, is the reality get, just now setting in? Because Biden, I, you know, went to the Treasury Secretary and was like, "Hey, can we afford this?" And she crunched the numbers like, "Yeah, yeah, we could. yeah. I'd have to." <laughs> well, I get, move a couple I, things around, but yeah,
0: just the, the like part of the reason why people were, why people were so it's like everyone had deferred the reality of this in the moments after October seventh. Part of the reason why so many people wanted to scold the left for seemingly not only endorsing Hamas but like claiming it as a part of like the leftist proletarian struggle and all this it's like no part of the support you want to call it that was because we all knew that this was going to be a long-term thing now what you think yeah. that this is just like you think that Hamas was just going to attack and then things were just going to be chill it's yeah, just like yeah. that we knew that like this would be disproportionately meted out and taken out on the c- civilians of Gaza. And that's why it required an unqualified, confident uh, uh, declaration of support for the cause as a whole. Yeah. Without any fucking uh, qualifications or all these like little checkbox Rubik's cube thing you have to check off. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the, that, that we all knew that because we deal with reality. It's like I said on the fucking Patreon episodes. We are the ones dealing with the reality. The liberals are the ones dealing with the illusion. Yeah. Conservatives are dealing with the spectacle.
1: Exactly. It's just yeah. like
0: it's yeah. it's just yeah. wild to me that like that that they are that off taken off guard. Yeah. I don't know. Administration officials are realizing the United States is increasingly going to get off isolated, the former official said. There's no obvious way to avoid that, and it affects everything they do. Uh An administration official pushing back against the notion that the U.S. could become isolated said there are no signs that is happening, or of Biden's foreign policy priorities (laughs) getting derailed. Biden.
1: I mean, like, you know what? Bolivia, I think, um, severed diplomatic ties with Israel. But, of course, in the United States, in Israel's mind, like, Bolivia is not a real country. It doesn't matter. Right. They don't give a shit. Yeah. It's not a Western. It's not a Western democracy. Right? Yeah, Chile with democracy. their
2: socialist president. Uh, who cares if they, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: administration, administration officials say that while Biden's support for Israel is unwavering, his approach is also more nuanced than that of his predecessor, President Trump. Trump's backing of Israel was not paired with requests for restraint or support for the Palestinians while he was in office, though he was critical of the Israeli government in the days after the October Yo, 7th bro, months. yo, these motherfuckers love words, dog. They love
1: words. They love to say things like, despite the actual facts on the ground, that we are funding this shit, that we are, Biden did genocide denial. Dude, I saw this, I saw this, Um, I think Alexander Vinya had um, uh, uh, tweeted this, This. Um, I don't know what article it was from, but... It was this quote where someone said, like, this aide was saying, but Biden is strong in his reaffirmation for like the A- Arab, like, um, and Muslim community.
2: It's just like, dude, yeah, because he saw he pissed Michigan away, and he's got an election to win next year. Yeah, they love words, man. They, they love, love it. words. You may tell you what they sound like when you just said that. Like, like they all sound like Ronald Reagan talking about Iran Contra, like, <laughs> right? In my heart, I believe that we weren't selling <laughs> weapons, but the facts bear out something different. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like just contorting yourself in the weirdest <laughs> fucking word salad position. That's what John Fetterman's doing.
0: It's wild. that, like, if, like you said, terrorists is the illusion. They're dealing with the illusion, you know? Well, I mean, Reagan is... Like, by today's standards, Reagan is a liberal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Reagan... If you took him out of that time and placed him in current moment, he would just be like a Mitt Romney, like moderate, Lib. Right, yeah, yeah, Exactly. exactly. Uh, Which is insane. Goes to 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 show how far right this country has gone. He made a, Biden said he, uh, Biden made a muted reference to protecting Palestinian civilians in the process, noting he and Netanyahu discussed the need for democracies to act according to the rule of law. Uh, That's another weird thing. They, They keep referring to Israel as a democracy. Yeah, like, and,
1: like, Palestinians can't vote. You know what well, I mean? They have a different justice system. A mil- they get a military, like, you know what I mean? Court yeah. instead.
0: Like, it's just insane, man. This is a thing that we're going to have to start digging into, I think, on future episodes. And in just the current discourse in general, it's just that, like, what is a nation? What is a nation state? How, what is the process of building a nation state? What is democracy? You know what I mean? Like, these, yeah. this brings up all these questions that perhaps are not, they don't make sense necessarily to, like, start digging into them right now. But this does bring up a lot of things that question our priors, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, anyways, privately Biden has said he believes Israel will follow the law. Oh, my fucking God. Um, Oh, man. There is no way he believes that. (laughs) I
2: I mean, like, we all see... Let me... Did you all see this thing that was going... I don't mean to cut you off, Terrence. I just... Did you see the thing where... uh, uh, Joe Biden watched the new Mission Impossible and became weary of uh AI more <laughs> yeah. so than he was. Did you see that like yes, headline going around?
0: I didn't see that.
2: And it's like I wonder like is it an unintended consequence of the rise of AI and deep fakes and all that stuff to like break our brains and obscure like realities in reporting this way or is it intentional like sort of inherent in like the rise of that? Yeah. I yeah. wonder. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like, almost like the guys that um, not to get too too straight far away from the uh, the topic, but it's about it's like guys who um say that they're concerned, like tech guys, right? Who yeah. tech bros who say they're concerned about AI, but like they are funding and research doing research with AI. You know, it's like a, it's like a yeah. self fulfilling one prophecy, even you know?
2: married one, didn't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm terrified of my beloved wife, <laughs> yeah.
1: my, AI, my AI wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: We'll um, think.
1: Go ahead, Tarts. Go ahead, Terrence.
0: No, I wasn't gonna say anything. No, I was just...
1: <laughs> nah, it just I'm just reminded too of them. Um, uh, uh, for some reason, I just have I think the perfect image for Biden's like a uh, presidency. You know, there's always like a defining moment that I think crystallizes, at least for me um um a president their ethos their legacy remember when he was looking at that quantum computer that ibm quantum computer he was just completely just like what the fuck is this as a guy who came up at a time when okay people did have running water electricity but i'm saying like you know what i mean like coming at a time when like a computer was the size of a fucking room that was used to write german codes (laughs) Now it's like yo again just thrust into history just completely just Amazed, like a child or a dog or some or a puppy or something like that uh, He's why, like uh, mr.
2: Burns from the Simpsons uh, when he has like his hour a day of sentience, you know yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, that's why he him and both Trump both of them together are emblematic of just the decayed ideological priors the decayed ideological structures everything like being forced into this moment of now You know what I'm saying? They're both completely unprepared and ill-equipped to deal with it. Uh, That's why I have some genuine concerns about how the election will go next year. I uh, mean, this sounds completely fucking like tinfoil hat shit, but I really can see a scenario where like, the Joint Chiefs of Staff is just like, well, we're going to postpone election. They they see that Biden doesn't have a a path forward. They won't let Trump, like the guy who tried to overturn an election, like he's not getting back in. I can see them being like, for the sake of national security, just like in the pandemic, though, we have to postpone elections, and uh, b- b- but we'll, but we'll hold them. Just don't worry about it, and they just keep yeah. postponing them. And the and Supreme Court like,
1: like sanction it, and be like, yeah, it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, I, I, I know how ridiculous it sounds. Sure. I don't really Let's believe do that. But I just say it as an, ex- as an example of how it feels very much to me like these things are not solid anymore. Everything is liquid. Everything is totally liquid it's, it's like everything seems like it's sort of like just fluid fluid everything is like not as concrete as it was the previous day
1: yeah. also terrence i want to say um and you know listeners i might be uh i might be wrong about this um in terms of the details but i think there's precedence for your concern right um i mean the plot against america right the business plot against america like the, the business actual plot, coup, yeah. you know an actual cool you know so i don't think you're far off man honestly
0: yeah. it's a thing um but, uh, but that's the thing. Like, there's no backbench in either parties. Like, who who would be able to come forth and, like, reconcile the con- uh, contradictions? You know what I mean? Like, there's not even, like, a Bonapartist option here. I guess yeah. all I can see is just a, a classic junta. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We just need a classic junta again. Um, well, that, that that pretty much sums up the article. I mean, the article just ends with, like, how Biden got... Managed to talk Netanyahu into allowing like one truck of aid, one truck full of aid, come through in a Gaza. And this or is a victory. It's,
1: this is a victory to them, man. This is something yeah. that see. This is exactly what you were saying before, where or that Aid had said where we want to uh, we want to be able to uh, point back at past statements. You know that yeah. we weren't mm-hmm. in the wrong. They, they want to point back, well, we let, like, one measly truck go through right, with, like, less one single gallon of fuel in it, you know? Yeah, we, yeah.
2: L- we, uh, we provided upwards of dozens of gazins with cornflakes and toilet paper. <laughs> yeah.
0: God. I mean, it's the same shit you saw after the flood. It's all we saw during the mountaintop removal years. It's like they'll stop one permit and be like, look at all the shit we've accomplished. And then they'll gaslight you and make you feel insane when you're like, this is nothing. This is like, this is, pit, this is oh, drugs. well, you're just, you're negative. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you're too negative, you'll scare off the people who can actually help us. Dude, fuck them. There is no one that can help us. Obviously, like, not even fucking Bernie. The Calvary is, right. not, is
2: not coming, people. It it's is not. not coming.
0: I know
1: this is a facile point, but I mean, libs, I mean, they want to, they want to look good while they do evil shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they want to look the best as possible while they are sanctioning funding the slaughter of Palestinians. Well, you know?
0: Other, other than Fetterman, who's like sort of made it his thing to look like as much you know look as shitty as possible. Exactly, uh, exactly, exactly. That's, that's <laughs> <beyond> <laughs> the horror,
1: actually, yeah, he's almost exemplifying like visual representation of how horrific this is. Yo. Did
2: you see where this man made merch? about John Fetterman's body double because he was getting so much shit. He made Dude, merch about so it. Dude, that's so
0: epic and crazy, bro.
1: Dude, I mean... Dude, like, this I'd man
2: be... used the Americans with Disabilities Act so he could wear goddamn N1 shorts to cast a vote. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> pathetic. Yeah, when they my cries
2: to get extra time on the SATs for having a small penis, uh, <laughs> whenever I lodged those complaints, they went unheard. <laughs>
0: Sure got a left-handed desk for that shit oh man they' just the amount the amount of uh, heartlessness moral depravity it's like it will it will haunt them I mean people people again people try to say no, it won't they have no souls they do they're just it's just that their souls are extremely compromised and fragmented into a million little pieces. On their deathbeds, when all of those pieces finally reassemble in a line before the fucking DMT kicks in, it will come back and hit them with horror. Yeah. And they will they've will die what from the done. horror
1: itself more so than like old age or illness yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Like they will die from shock of horror.
0: I, I just I just want to caution people to not dehumanize anyone. Not even the fucking most genociding, like atrocious people. These are all humans, and that is what's terrifying. It's you not that, the... like, that's, it, that's what ideology is, yeah. people. Like, this is, yeah. this is what having a materialist conception of the world is, that, huh. like, ideology is real, and it can bleed you to this point. Like, and that's, that was the thing during, like, uh, the George Floyd years, too. It's like, oh, they're, you know, you can't, de- you can't humanize cops and everything. Like, I think it's actually imperative to mm-hmm. humanize all of these systems and these people because it shows how actually horrific it is. Yeah, yo,
1: that's such a good point, man. Because I, I mean, I'm willing to call uh, these people so uh, uh, well, sociopaths are human, but like monsters, right? Or right. Whatever. But it's like I think that absolves absolves them of any not only responsibility, but sort of. Um, like social relations and political economy, you know, because like it's easy to say, well, this person's just depraved. Instead of saying, well, somebody had to sit down as a human being and make these actual decisions that they thought yep. were rational to do so. You know, of course they're evil, but like, it, like it's almost like othering them in that in, in in that way sort of like lets them off the hook, you know?
0: Yeah, it makes it seem like they're aliens that have like dropped in from like sort of external social relations, and you know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah. we are all bound up together in this thing. It's the point I was trying to make on the unlocked episode. Like that is the human experiment. Like we are all in this torrent together, and like you know we don't we don't know what it's like to live before we are alive or after we are alive. We're just here for a brief moment, and we try to affect it in our own way. In fact, our
2: whole deal is 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 about being on intimate terms with death. Yeah, that's why we're called humans. It's Latin for to bury. <laughs> yeah, humando to bury a burial.
0: That's right. Uh, so, you know, just got to keep all that in mind uh, It's like we said at the beginning of this This is a marathon, not a sprint um, But uh, it is very it is very dif- difficult nonetheless um, So, I guess there is this rally in D.C. this weekend We're recording this on November 3rd I think the rally is on the 4th uh, yeah. So, uh, if you're going, um, you know, be good to each other uh and uh take care of each other and i wish i could be there um but i I'll, doubt my fucking piece of shit truck would even make it to dc mm-hmm. at this point
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll be up there I'm, I'm leaving uh tonight i'll be up there so uh i'll come back uh with uh get the official uh tr- uh uh i guess what is it dc correspondent you know i'll uh i'll come back with uh
2: hell yeah some uh you know, and America, and if you, you know, can yeah. uh, come, join us at the Capitol on Tuesday. We're going to march on the Capitol on Tuesday in, in the Bluegrass
0: State here, so Kentucky Capitol, the Kentucky Capitol, Frankfort on the <laughs> not, eve not, of a not, not
2: being two days late for the big one.
0: <laughs> is that Election Day, Tom?
2: Mm, was that the s-
0: is that March s- on Election Day?
2: It may. Be. I think it
0: is. Wow.
2: Yeah, so, on the election day. Yeah, so and I think they changed the time. I think it was noon, but I think it's three
0: now. I see. So, yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on, and uh, I encourage you all to plug in with each other. Don't don't allow yourselves to become alienated. Uh, and I don't know. It's a very fruitful time for uh, discussion and theorizing and learning about history as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, like you know talk to other people be in communication with other people um you can go check us out on patreon we have premium content over there that you are probably going to want to check out we unlocked one of our episodes but there's more like that at our patreon so please go check that out it's very cheap it's only five dollars a month which is hardly anything in my opinion cheaper than a cup of coffee that's what i'm saying um uh, Patreon, p a t r e o n. dot com slash So Go check that out. Um, sign up. In the meantime, uh, I guess we'll be back on with the premium episode this weekend. And um, until then, we hope to see you all later. Bye. Peace out.